0: Good morning and welcome to Simply CRE. It's Monday, February 26th. On today's show, a Denver area industrial asset changes hands and we explore the future of commercial real estate with niche markets and storage. Plus, a report predicts that medical offices will perform well in 2024. This coverage and more up next. I'm David and you're listening to Simply CRE. We start off with some recent commercial real estate news. Graham Street Realty has sold Commerce Square, a pair of light industrial buildings in Aurora, Colorado. The buildings, totaling 145,242 square feet, were purchased by Midtown National Group for $21.5 million. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you tell us more about this transaction? Certainly, David. Midtown National Group financed the acquisition with an
1: $8.8 million loan from Nationwide Insurance Co. JLL Capital Markets represented the seller and also procured the buyer. At the time of the sale, Commerce Square was leased to 12 tenants, including Frontier Business Products, Partpoint, and Colorado Automation and Design. And this isn't the first time Commerce Square has changed hands, correct? That's correct. Commerce Square was previously sold in 2020 when Graham Street Realty acquired it for $16 million from First Industrial Realty Trust. Interestingly, a JLL team also represented the seller in that transaction.
0: Can you tell us more about the features of these industrial buildings? Sure.
1: Completed in 1985, Commerce Square consists of two one-story buildings with rear-loading configurations. They offer 18-foot clear heights, 38 docks, 11 drive-in doors, climate control, and 265 parking spaces. The buildings are conveniently located near the intersection of Interstate 70 and 225, providing easy access across the Denver metropolitan area. What makes Commerce Square an attractive asset in the industrial market? Commerce Square has garnered significant interest due to its location in the I-70 East submarket, its front park rear load configuration, and small bay suite sizes. Over the last decade, Denver has emerged as one of the nation's most active industrial markets. As of November, the Metro ranked third for industrial construction among the Western markets. Denver's active pipeline featured 24 projects totaling 9.7 million square feet, accounting for 3.7% of total stock. Thanks for those insights, James,
0: on the vibrant market. Now let's shift our focus to the ever evolving landscape of commercial real estate or CRE. A recent report by the CPE Executive Council has highlighted some interesting shifts in investment and development priorities. Amidst economic uncertainties, certain niche markets and innovative storage solutions are emerging as promising areas for investors and developers. To help us understand these trends, we have Bella from Simply CRE with us. Bella, can you tell us more about these niche markets and why they are gaining traction?
2: Certainly, David. One of the surprising shifts is the growing interest in industrial outdoor storage, or IOS properties. Traditionally, IOS has been overshadowed by more glamorous CRE segments, but it's now experiencing a renaissance. This is largely due to its low maintenance costs, high flexibility, and a growing demand for space to store large equipment, vehicles, and inventory. This demand is being driven by the e-commerce boom and infrastructure development projects. That's
0: interesting. And what about the retail sector? We've heard about a slowdown in leasing velocities in 2023, but is there a resurgence happening?
2: Yes, despite the slowdown, the retail sector is indeed witnessing a resurgence. A shortage in retail development has sparked renewed interest among investors. Additionally, the concept of adaptive reuse is gaining momentum. Developers are looking at old and underutilized properties for transformation into vibrant retail Office or mixed use spaces. This approach not only addresses the scarcity of available land, but also contributes to the revitalization of neighborhoods. And what about the industrial sector?
0: Are there any specific subsectors that are particularly lucrative?
2: The industrial sector remains active, with subtypes such as warehouse, distribution, manufacturing, data centers, cold storage, and life science spaces identified as particularly lucrative. Factors such as government stimulus, advancements in data science, and the escalating need for cloud computing services are driving investment towards these areas. The multifamily, grocery-anchored retail, and neighborhood retail sectors are also experiencing significant activity. So it
0: seems like there's a strategic pivot towards niche markets and innovative storage solutions in the CRE sector. What does this mean for the future of real estate development?
2: Indeed. This shift from traditional to more specialized assets signals a new era in real estate development. As the landscape continues to evolve, staying abreast of these trends will be crucial for those looking to capitalize on the next wave of opportunities in commercial real estate. Thanks for that update,
0: Bella. Now shifting our focus to the healthcare industry, despite challenges faced by other commercial real estate sectors, resulting in declining transactional and lending volumes in 2023, the medical office sector continues to perform well overall. This is according to a recent study from Partner Valuation Advisors. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you tell us more about the performance of the medical office sector?
3: Certainly, David. The medical office sector has managed to maintain high occupancy rates compared to other classes. And an aging U.S. population creates ample demand for healthcare services. Despite the expectation of elevated interest rates this year, the lack of new supply and favorable demographic trends offer an attractive investment environment for healthcare investors.
0: What are some of the key factors contributing
3: to the strong performance of this sector? Eric Hill, PVA National Practice Leader of Healthcare and Life Science, Points out that the need for medical office buildings and other healthcare properties continues to increase. The sector has maintained good occupancy and steady rent growth over the past decade, with high tenant retention rates and limited supply acting as incentives for long term investors.
0: But it hasn't all been smooth sailing for the sector, has it?
3: That's correct. The sector has faced challenges due to increased capital costs and rising cap rates. Most respondents in the survey believe the value of healthcare properties has declined by 10 to 20 percent over the past 12 months. What does the
0: survey report highlight about medical office buildings in particular?
3: The report notes that on-campus medical office buildings continue to command premium prices compared to off-campus assets. Cap rates for these buildings increased due to interest rate hikes. However, With the expectation of Fed rate cuts over the next 12 to 24 months, many investors are starting to underwrite exit or reversion cap rates that are closer to the going in rates for these buildings. Nearly half of survey respondents predict that exit or reversion rates will have a spread of 25 to 50 basis points above the going in cap rate. What about the outlook for 2024? Despite a slump in transaction volume in 2023, The national average price per square foot was $296 in the first half of the year, compared with a typical range of $260 to $290 from 2017 to 2022. This suggests that the sector could continue to perform well in 2024.
0: Thanks for the update, Michael. Now, let's shift our focus to the Mortgage Bankers Association's quarterly survey of commercial multifamily mortgage bankers originations. The survey has revealed that commercial and multifamily mortgage loan originations were 25% lower in the fourth quarter of 2023 compared to a year earlier, and increased 13% from the third quarter of 2023. Here to delve into this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you
2: break down these numbers for us, Abby? Certainly, David. The most notable decline was in loans for office buildings, which fell 68% year over year and 32% from the previous quarter. However, on a quarterly basis, loan originations were up 13% for all family properties and a significant 131% for hotel properties. That's quite a contrast.
0: What's the reason behind this decline in office building loans? and the rise in hotel property loans.
2: The decline in office building loans can be attributed to the ongoing shift towards remote work, which has reduced the demand for office spaces. On the other hand, the rise in hotel property loans could be due to the recovery of the tourism and hospitality industry, as travel restrictions ease and people start to travel more.
0: And how does this compare to the overall trend in commercial real estate lending?
2: Jamie Woodwell, MBA's head of commercial real estate research noted that borrowing and lending backed by commercial real estate remained subdued to close out 2023. The fourth quarter did see a small pickup from the previous quarter, as is usually the case, but was still down about 25% from 2022's already suppressed fourth quarter pace. For the year, Mortgage originations were about 50% below 2022 levels, with every major property type and capital source experiencing a decline.
0: That's quite a significant drop. What could this mean for the commercial real estate market going forward?
2: The decline in mortgage originations could indicate a slowdown in the commercial real estate market. However, the increase in loan originations for multifamily and hotel properties suggests that certain sectors may be recovering faster than others. It's a complex picture, and the market's trajectory will likely depend on a variety of factors, including economic conditions and the ongoing impact of the pandemic. Thanks for your insights, Abby.
0: And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply CRE. We'll see you back here tomorrow.